Today is Wednesday, November 2nd, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Today, we're starting with a double dose of our new favorite game. Will the Supreme Court save them? For our first story, Justice John Roberts has ruled to delay the handover of Trump's tax returns to the House Oversight Committee while the court considers his request to hear his appeal. This is a fairly routine type of delay for the court to order while reviewing a case. But as with Trump, the delay itself is always the goal. That's because without the Supreme Court's intervention, the tax returns could have been turned over to the committee as early as tomorrow. Now it's possible that they could never be turned over. For example, if the Democrats lose the majority in the House of Representatives next week. And I wouldn't expect the Supremes to circle back on this issue in a hurry, especially when they are so busy having their first brush with the definition of diversity. On the flip side, the Supreme Court has denied Lindsey Graham's request to avoid testifying to the grand jury in Georgia over his role in the election interference scheme there. Their order said that the lower courts had already limited the scope of Graham's questions adequately. And now he's required to testify by November 17th, no matter what the midterm results are, because this is a Georgia state investigation. Maybe Lindsay will remember this next time Trump asks him to play errand boy. Two Democratic members of the Federal Election Commission recently issued a statement that a U.S. corporation illegally funneled Russian funds to Republican political candidates in the 2018 midterm elections. And they revealed that at the time, the FEC chose to reject the agency's nonpartisan counsel's advice and let the company off with a small civil fine of $9,500. The company, Texas-based American Ethane, is run by an American CEO, but is 88% owned by three Russian oligarchs with ties to Putin. And they illegally made campaign contributions using funds from foreign entities owned by Russian nationals, which is again, illegal. Upon following the money, as they say, it appears that American ethane was deep in the Trump-Russia dynamic. In 2018, they hired Trump's former campaign manager, Corey Lewandowski, and his lobbying firm, Turnberry Solutions, to help them sell ethane to China. And the largest shareholder in the company paid for Maria Butina to cultivate ties with the NRA and Trump's associates during the 2016 election. She later pleaded guilty to participating in a conspiracy against the U.S. and acting as an unregistered Kremlin agent. So now that we've gone down memory lane, we need to revisit how the FEC's fine for foreign election interference is less than these oligarchs would spend on one night's caviar. Now that we've covered foreign election interference, let's just do some foreign elections. Yesterday, we reported on former President Lula's victory in Brazil over current President Bolsonaro. And while Bolsonaro has authorized his chief of staff to start the process of transitioning power, he has not formally conceded the election. In his short remarks after the results were final, he did not mention the election results at all and encouraged protests of his followers, as long as they don't become violent. As for those results, it was extremely close but still clear, with Lula earning 50.9% of the vote to Bolsonaro's 49.1%. By the way, Brazil, like Canada, seems to be another hotspot for truckers who like to make their road rage a countrywide problem. So hopefully this will only amount to a few days of highway tantrums and no actual coups. 
Israel held its fifth election in less than four years yesterday. And as of this recording, exit polls seem to indicate that former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu was on course for victory. I should note that the vote is not fully counted yet, so the results could change. And while we're noting, I'll also note that Netanyahu is currently on trial for alleged bribery, fraud, and breach of trust, all of which he has denied. However, if he wins the election, his potential coalition party partners agreed that they would reform the law so that his trial could end. Because changing the whole ass law is what one does when they are not guilty. Finally for today, I continue to hate reporting on Twitter, but Elon Musk announced that soon anyone will be able to buy a blue check for $8 a month, or lose it if you don't pay for it. He tweeted that the new subscription would include the ability to have priority in replies, mentions, and search results, share longer video posts, view fewer ads, and have a way to read articles behind a paywall for free. And if true, that last part sounds like the only one worth paying for. But let me remind you that this is the same man who once introduced a car with unbreakable windows, which literally broke while he was demonstrating that they were unbreakable. Thank you for listening to The Morning Announcements. If you enjoyed this podcast and all the biased views shared here, you can help us grow by leaving a five-star rating on Spotify and a review on Apple. And of course, by telling your friends about it, especially the ones who want to keep up around the midterms. And if you want more news, check out our newly launched premium episodes. You can find them in your feed on Apple or by searching for Morning Announcements Extra Extra on Spotify. For this Friday's episode, I am doing a deep dive into the billionaires who are killing journalism for a whole range of reasons. In some cases to settle petty personal feuds and in others to undermine democracy worldwide and for profits, naturally. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage and now you know what the fuck is going on. Batches.